got a little song called If You Want to Get to Heaven, Gotta Raise a Little Hell. Hey, Color Me Dad is a podcast about anything we think is interesting or funny, including lots of music and pop culture discussion, and of course, dadisms ad-libbed by us, three friends who have cracked each other up for the last 25 years. We hope you enjoy our episode, Tammy Loves Freddie. How's the Elvis movie? I've been curious about that. I kind of want to go see it. The Elvis movie was awesome. Really? I actually enjoyed it. Um, Why wouldn't it's Elvis? Why wouldn't you enjoy it? Biopics like those music movies tend to be really the same and really bad, and they're just always. It's just always it's always the same story, and it's always just the same. Like help. Yeah, they were on backwards. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh it's always the same story it's always like the uh did you see uh bohemian rhapsody no. i've seen parts of there's it. always this, uh, that awful moment like these dudes are standing in the parking lot talking like they just met and just randomly they just start singing harmonies together and it's like whoa what, what just happened we just saw a band <laughs> it's the absolutely could not have happened right moment. uh this wasn't like that at all and it was I don't think it's necessarily for everyone. It's shot very uniquely. Like, it's very bright. It's very fast-paced. It's in your face. It's definitely a new uh, ADD way of making a movie. Everything's bam, 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 bam. Lots of scenes in your face all at once. MTV Um, in the 90s. Any MTV show in the 90s. My only only complaint is it's, it's, like, almost, like, right under three hours. Wow. And it totally, totally could have been... Two and a half because they just went a little overboard towards the end of the movie with uh, the uh, live performances. It started winding down towards like the 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 uh, the ending didn't have the impact of the rest of the movie. Did the actor sing or was yeah, it clearly he, not the actor? He did, and I tell you, as soon as I got home, I ran in and I grabbed my wife and I kissed her because I was <laughs> that boy is beautiful, and I couldn't just I was just looking at him the whole time, being like that is a beautiful man right there. <laughs> And you, had, you had to remind yourself that <laughs> exactly. you were a man and not a Exactly. <laughs> I understand. It was uh that dude, he's got some he's got some pretty lips. He's a handsome man. I mean, I thought I didn't think he looked like a good Elvis. Like I didn't either. And dude uh, then, ten then minutes. I saw his ten lips. minutes. <laughs> then I saw his lips. Then it didn't matter anymore. Then I but, uh, saw his lips. Ten minutes in, dude, I was like, "Oh, I get it. Like, this is the guy." Yeah, and you got to be careful with stuff like that. I mean, it's Elvis. If you take anyone that's like a well-known dude, that just takes you out of it. Elvis had such a uniquely shaped face. It's really tough to find somebody. Elvis, that looks surprised fine. Ben Affleck didn't get the part. <laughs> <laughs> he was, dude. They couldn't afford Ben Affleck. <laughs> Oh, go home, home, home. A hunka, hunka, hunka. Is that good? Is that good, Elvis? A hunka, hunka, hunka. You realize that, uh, you know who uh, ripped Elvis off like crazy? Uh, Glenn Danzig. 
It's the same exact thing. <laughs> I was thinking Morrison. <laughs> it's the same thing. I get it. Um, what about Morrissey? Here's something. Um, Elvis rip. Morrissey. If you took every bit of masculinity out of Elvis, <laughs> then you you're left with Morrissey. Did you think that Elvis? Nice. Do you think that Elvis was attractive? I think he's kind of weird looking. I think that he was attractive in the sense that I think somebody with an immense talent is attractive. Like if he was just Elvis the gas station dude, then maybe not. But Elvis the gas station dude. You know what I mean? If he was Elvis it. the bus driver, then hey baby, this will stop. I disagree. I think you put him in a setting like that, like it's like, wow, that's an attractive bus driver. Some people uh, just have an it factor that yeah, you can't no, put your I, he, on. He had moxie. He did. Now, not in the later years. He had a lot of fat jowls and epoxy. Yeah, <laughs> there was a. Uh, <laughs> there was a line in the movie that actually made me laugh, and I hope it actually happened. Who knows? If, who knows if it was like a legit line? But they were showing a scene from like it was like his last performance when he was about he was totally out of it, and he's sitting at the piano, and he's doing Unchained Melody, and he literally has a dude standing beside of him while he's playing piano and doing the song, holding the mic for him. And as he's before the song starts, he says, "The song's called Unchained Melody from the album Unchained Melody." Huh, that's something, ain't it? And he kind of laughs, laughs at himself. <laughs> I was like, that's such a... I think that's real. I, I, there's a YouTube video, or a video on YouTube, of him preparing for a tour there at the very end. And they show him playing Unchained Melodies right. in this rehearsal space. Is that what the context... No, no, no. This was, was like legit like live footage. Like of like one of his flashes. Like, like from Vegas. Show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, real quick, too, because I, this came up and I'm so surprised like that I haven't heard this before and it's kind of explained weird and I'm not really sure the exact context yet but Colonel Parker mm-hmm. is historically known and like him and his his perception he put out to people because he was kind of basically what I think is going down to he was totally like just like a grifter like a carny grifter um and I think I saw where he's legitly from the Netherlands. And that was a big thing in the movie where he's kind of like parts unknown sort of dude and was keeping Elvis from touring overseas and stuff. And it kind of came up like where they were all thinking, well, it's because he doesn't have a passport. Like he, he maintained citizenship nowhere. Like he had some past that no one knew about. And no one was really go. sure why. He didn't want to go. But he also claimed Huntington, West Virginia as his hometown. That's There's a funny. scene in the movie where they're like grilling him. And he's like, I'm just a whole boy from Huntington, West Virginia. That's unreal. And I looked it up and sure enough on the internets, it will claim <laughs> Huntington. But also I think though the legit thing is that he really was from the Netherlands and it was kind of like a, a ruse. And that's that makes you kind of lame and not really mean. How did you so. not ever hear that though, being here? Like how you're like Huntington, oh you guys know Jessica. Well no, and Jessica's not from here, but that's you, all you hear about from West Virginia. And you would think if that was legitimate, people from here would tell that story yeah. into perpetuity. It right? would turn because it, it would turn into Elvis is from here. Yeah. yeah. Well they say well, Memphis, they yeah. say Graceland Memphis, but no, we, no Elvis Elvis went to Barbersville. Huntington has their <laughs> Elvis claim to fame about how uh, I cannot tell you how many relatives i had growing up and people my mom knew that all had tickets to this concert he was my supposed mom, to have at the my mom center and he died yeah. before he got there the yeah. my brother had him too he was born 10 years later but yeah. he had him there's a picture that i always see on these like west virginia facebook pages where it's elvis coming out of this hotel in charleston in 1976 and he's like full big sunglasses chops 
fat dude Elvis. <laughs> He's saying, y'all's bathrooms are small here. <laughs> I can honestly say that after I watched the movie, I was into, like, I wanted to go home and do some more research on Elvis. And I never really, you'd think, you know, do you do you care about Elvis I at all? Or have you Elvis. ever? Because yeah. I, you'd think, I mean, yeah. I love the rock and roll. Yeah, I, but I, I just sent never you guys really a video. Cared. Last weekend, I sent you guys a video of Sam Phillips. Remember, drunk on Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was interested in that, in that, in that interview. Of course, he's out of his mind, but uh, I definitely love that story. I love the the hillbilly to fame. I love the old recordings. I think when I look at at decades that followed, they just they get nowhere near that hound dog. You know what I mean? That kind of one take, like a hundred takes to get that one take that sounds so much better than everything else. Right. What really won me over in uh, the movie is, I guess, you said it. His lips. Well, no, that's that's the actor, <laughs> not Elvis. I'm talking about Elvis himself. You wait and see. You're going to see that movie, and you're going to be like, "All right, that dude's beautiful." See, I don't like biopics either, so I was not planning on seeing it. But you know, for the guy's at, lips, I'm at least the sure way he was presented in the movie, Elvis was pretty legit. Like, kind of like punk rock like i'm gonna do i'm gonna yeah. do it my way son i don't mm-hmm. care it had a lot of people being like no we're doing this no you can't do this and he was always at every turn was like i don't think so i gotta be me and i was i never really <laughs> knew that. you know what i'm saying because i always just imagined the big bloated you know <laughs> and it's just so karate like, yeah it's just such a manufactured thing yeah. but like he well at that time he was taking the same drugs in the morning to get up as he was at night to go to sleep he would do the same routine as of, of like 10 different drugs so narcotics. Check, check this out i thought this was interesting so you're uh you're a simpsons fan yeah sure dr nick mm-hmm. the crazy doctor mm-hmm. just prescribed anyone anything <laughs> elvis had dr nick was his name Nick? That followed him around everywhere, and Elvis was so in such bad shape. He was just always just passing out and just out of it, and Dr. Nick would have to give him his special shot to get him up. And Whoa. I'm assuming that, that Whoa, maybe where that whole reference... You know, oh. <laughs> I'm assuming maybe that's where that reference came from, but never knew that either. Brings me to my next topic real quick, unless you have something you're we going to We've got to introduce the show. We've been talking about Elvis here for a while, but yeah. here we are. Hound Dog in episode 10 of Color Me Dad. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to it, son. Is it episode 10 already? Uh, yeah. Yeah, last time we, uh, we had people from Parts Unknown join us uh, over the internets, and that was uh, episode 9. That was our first week since we launched. Uh, I got something for you. That, that being said, what was that? What was that? That's the ding for mail. Ask Andy mail is full, guys. We gotta <laughs> we gotta <laughs> empty it. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. We did get our first Ask Andy. Really? I was I wasn't did, sure. Did your mom just call you? Or? <laughs> I was like, no, you got an email. <laughs> our first Ask Andy is when you coming home? <laughs> when you coming home, Andy? Can you pick up a pizza? <laughs> Do you have it there, or was that something we're gonna read? No, I, I have it, and oh. I'll read the questions. People have been wondering if this is real, and they can really ask you. It, it is real. Andy is a real person. I'm real. <laughs> he's not just real questions. he's not just some celeb that you can't catch walking around. Hunt. You can just out and about in Huntington all the time. I mean, you think he's elusive? <laughs> no, I, I, I am. You got to find me a guy. And ask him for a dollar. He'll give it to you. <laughs> 
So this person, we are. If you write into this, we're not going to say who you are. That's probably for the best. Yeah, unless you piss us off, and then, <laughs> and then we're blasted. That's fair game. Then we'll get your IP address and track your <laughs> geolocation. So this person says five seventeen Fifth Avenue. <laughs> no, no, these people are from all over the world now. Yeah, yeah we, we got listeners in sucker. Belgium. Is that where that was? Yeah, Belgium? I was going to ask. Is that, is that legit? You sent me it that really thing. Is. That, that's, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, I don't know why. Now, why in the world are they listening? I don't know. But these Americans and their cargo shorts. <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> it's apparently people, Belgian people, or Asian, <laughs> or Asian, <laughs> or Italian. <laughs> I kind of wonder if it's somebody. Be, I kind of wonder if it's somebody here that's using some kind of VPN software. You never know. You never know. That's true. You I would know. have to know what that is first before it was me. <laughs> it's magic. It's smoking mirrors. <laughs> the devil's with the devil's work. Okay, hit us with their first ask, Andy. So. This person said, Dear Cool Rich Andy. Well, <laughs> let me just stop you right there. It is Rich Cool Andy. Uh, they want to know which Starship song. Oh. There was an episode where we <clears throat> trashed a Starship song. That was Mr. West. I hate to sing it because it's going to be in your head. It was Built the City, the right? No. Built the City, I, I could handle personally. I was doing this to get a reaction from the kid in the back. And it was the... It was the song from the movie Mannequin from 1983. You guys remember that movie Mannequin? Mannequin, when Mannequin that... came to life, but only uh, whoever the guy was. was that, that Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks? No, it wasn't Tom Hanks. It was one. It was Andrew McCarthy. He was in. Uh, oh yeah. I he, was in, yeah. Um, uh, he was in. He was in like Melrose Place or something. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So it, that, that is cool. <laughs> mannequin was a movie where um, Kim Cattrall was a mannequin, and she would come to life. Really, it was her. Yeah, she would come to life and make out with him and stuff, but who's, nobody who's else. That? Who she's really from is Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, don't worry about I've Sex never, in the City. <clears throat> never seen Big Trouble. <clears throat> I have, dude, but it, and I know, like I, I totally take. You can totally, I accept all. I, I don't. I'm not as I'm not as well versed in it as I should. I know yeah. I've seen it. It's Kurt Russell. It's one of the best yeah. '80s flicks. Like uh, cult, was it cult the cult underground? Was it the blonde that was the yes? Okay, yes, from Sex and yes. Not horse face, not yeah, not redheaded, <laughs> and not the there was other horse one. face. There was the redhead. There was the hoe bag, and then there was the uh, like the dark hair. Yeah, the dark haired chick. What's her face? So and so, the her? ugly one, and then Kim Cattrall. And yeah. uh, anyway, she was a mannequin, and she came to life. And and Starship had a song on that uh, soundtrack that went. If we can build this thing together, oh. stay yeah, in okay. this forever. Yeah. So that's a good song. <sighs> Look, nothing's yeah. gonna stop us now. Nothing's gonna stop. Dude, you would have gave that to Meatloaf. Stop us now. You would have added. You give diff- that tune to Meatloaf, dude. Your lighter would have been up. He would have added four verses in different keys, and then yeah, I mean, probably uh, would have liked it better, but. Anyway, you like meatloaf? I do like meatloaf. Love meatloaf. I even like when other people do meatloaf songs. I like it. Yeah. He did a killer version of uh, uh, "Leave Me Like This." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I thought he was so the writer of that originally. Steinman. He was the first person to do it, I think. Yeah. And then Celine Dion did it. But um, I never really cared about meatloaf. I like meatloaf. I was in, yeah. I think, ninth or tenth grade when he made his comeback. I was, def- I was definitely a late bloomer. I have an appreciation for a lot of different kind of music where I don't necessarily <laughs> you go, do. go you, deep. You have the widest mm-hmm. range of music interest of anybody I know, and I'll be like, 
for, and better, for think, better or worse. I think Josh and I are similar <laughs> in this regard that I'll hear something and I'll be like, I know Wes will like this and just nothing. And I was wrong true. apparently because you guys are making fun of my uh, being a disciple of jellyfish to Wes. I love jellyfish. Wes just keeps crapping on them. Yeah, yeah but I don't understand how I have to be honest jellyfish. jellyfish. I've, I've tried it. I've, I've listened to you and I'm like, everybody that likes, you know, the the Posies, uh, you know, the good album, um, love that. So I must like it, and I have tried it, and I've tried it. I disagree. Just, I think Jellyfish has nothing to do with the Posies. I'm not saying that they're like like it all. I'm saying the people there that are people like that it like, like both. It. It's like a suggestion. Smart, smart people. It's yeah, a suggestion. It's like thing. Pandora <laughs> saying, you know, people who like Springsteen there, also like. Yeah. There are people that are right, and then there's you. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an appreciation for a lot of different music, and I just, I don't know, Jellyfish just didn't key on me. It's nothing I can sing along with. I I don't love everything they do, but there's a couple songs of theirs that I really, really like. Yeah. Real quick, just because this is so, you guys will like this so much, I don't want to get away from it too far. Just, I promise, just bookmark that one second. I'm so sorry. Okay. There was this kid out where I grew up, out where we went to uh, the baseball field and all that stuff. Everybody would, baseball field, everybody hung out and play. Like if your team wasn't playing that day, you were still at the baseball field and everybody would hang out and play. play. There was a kid that I won't use names or anything to embarrass anyone, but there was this kid there. <laughs> I hung out around the baseball field and everything, and he was kind of like hung out with everyone. He was everyone's friend, but he was also everyone's friend because he kind of got ripped on a lot, and it was kind of like the you know whatever of the group. The uh, he was nobody's friend then, <laughs> in reality. Yes. Yeah. But everybody loved him every day. Here, eat this. Every day he wore a, meat, a meatloaf bat out of hell shirt. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool. And to the point to where he's you know it turns into like Charlie Brown pig pen. <laughs> Where it's there's holes rips in it. He his loves cargo shorts. He loves yes, it was yeah. his it was his pit stained Batman shirt yes. with cargo. He he wore it every day. They're out one day doing something. I don't remember what happened. I wasn't there for this. This is all just secondhand, it doesn't matter, it's still a great story. And something finally had happened where the shirt had, had ate it. Like the shirt was no more. It got the, the rip was too much. He shows up with a winger shirt. He was so so upset, in fact. That these kids that hung out with him went to the mall and had a meatloaf shirt airbrushed for him oh, no with way. an actual meatloaf on it. Well, they really As were a, a pan, yeah, a pan right. of meatloaf. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, I bet he's wearing that right now. <laughs> wearing a shirt that says meatloaf with a pan. He doesn't meatloaf. fit in it, but he lays it over top. <laughs> we're of we're not going to actually do a completely nice thing for you. <laughs> we're going to do enough of a nice thing that we can still make fun of you. Yeah, we're going to go eighty percent of the <laughs> way. Now you, now you still have a shirt, and we're still amused. Yeah. <laughs> God, how did airbrushing ever take off? It was the it was the, the 3D printing of the 80s. The it was. I'm going to 3D print this. Really? You can airbrush a shirt? I can have a shirt with anything? You mean I can put Aerosmith sucks? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Give it to me. When I was a kid, I grew up across the street from a flea market. And there, <laughs> and there was, was a lot of airbrushing. There was a guy that did airbrushing. There was a whole lot there. of brushing going on. <laughs> The worst were the couple's airbrush t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Tammy. Tammy. And Freddie. <laughs> Together forever. Yeah. My queen, my king. They, I mean... <laughs> Tammy Wooten and Freddie Wooten. Not related. But we're dating. Totally not related. <laughs> Another brilliant uh, thing Colonel Parker did, he had made I Love Elvis Buttons. He also had made 
I hate Elvis Buckley. That is brilliant. And he's like, I don't know what's make money off them too. <laughs> <If> you, <laughs> you don't like Elvis? Give me two dollars. Exactly. <laughs> and if I was an Elvis fan, yeah. I would much prefer the I hate Elvis. Oh, I know. Yeah, me for sure. But anyway, let's get back to this. I wonder if you can buy those on eBay. I already looked. If you, <sighs> no, you, I haven't found one. Man. You can have one airbrushed. <laughs> <laughs> With a picture of Elvis Costello on it. With a picture of a meatloaf. Guys, every now and then we're here and I laugh so hard I almost pass out. And that, I just did that again. It's like the third time since we've kicked this off. This little girl passed out over here. Yeah, finally. Who knew that being around three dudes talking is the thing she needed to take Do you think we're the only podcast going that actually has uh, someone... A Legi- baby as a guest. Like legitimately holding a baby as their podcast. I, I mean, know. can you call yourself a dad podcast if there's not a baby present? We don't mess. We, we are not posers. I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's a mom cast out there somewhere and they all They're got, breastfeeding. They all got babies laying around. So, But the world's a big place. We're the one and only dad podcast. That's exactly. Where yeah. a dad is dadding during the podcast. I don't even think there are other dad podcasts. They're telling themselves they're dad casts, but they're not. As long as she's laying on me, she's fine. Well, you put her down and she's... She insists on sleeping on me. Wow. And I have made it to where, like, my wife and my mother-in-law who watch her and my mom, like, she just will not sleep unless she's on sleeping on you. That's something that typically happens with kids. I mean, it, it's not it's not uncommon. I got the blame for it, though. They're like, you were home four days. And this <laughs> now baby, this kid won't sleep. Won't sleep in anything other than on me. All right. All right. Next question. She's just was, like her daddy. Was she's there multiple gotta, questions? She's got to get those prime, get those prime packages delivered. <laughs> Would you? Is there more than one question in this email? Yes. Number two. Also, Nancy Griffith is cool, but super drag question mark. <sighs> okay. The answer right, to Colin. that question. Now, is, now first we wait, were, wait, wait, yes. not, Nancy Griffith is. Cool. Now we weren't yes. going to tell your name. Hang on. It's, <laughs> It's not. It's not over. I'm reserving my opinion until I finish the Essentials playlist from Apple Music. Oh, I wonder what's on that. So we need an update so we can tell you that you're wrong if you don't pick Superdrag. <laughs> the answer to the question, though, I, if I hear it as a question, is Nancy Griffith is cool and well, no, no, she's no, dead. She, Actually, she's dead. But she's not asking about that. She's saying that Nancy is cool, but is Superdrag. Yeah. So the answer. She's is, saying I do know Nancy Griffith. I am a fan. However, I've never heard this Superdrag. Nancy, name yes. Superdrag, yes. Which I find ironic. Jellyfish, she, yes. She is close to our ages. Oh. This person. Okay. And. How, I don't know how you could have been alive in 1996, I, and I not heard of Superdrag. Oh no, easy, dude. They had yeah. one. They had one hit, and it was like a. Bu- it was called a buzz clip. Yeah, that's when they used to do that. They I saw it. Everywhere. They were not. They were not like. They weren't like. They top were not. 40 they famous. were not shoved down your throat. Yeah, and that was you know not. <clears throat> not like a one. Of, not at all. A, it wasn't like a good uh, calling card for the band. But, I don't think. I mean, that's the I song agree. that got me started listening to them because otherwise I don't sure, because it's the, the first song. thing you saw but if I listen to three hours of super drag I don't play sucked out <laughs> no it's not it's like, a skipper it's kind of like listening to Metallica I don't think it's a skipper playing Inner Sandman. it's not bad but you're you know it's like I can't you know Nevermind's a great record but I can't listen to Nevermind because <laughs> I I burn it like I like on a plane I don't like Nirvana at all I like on a plane <clears throat> Nirvana yes Nancy Griffith yes Jellyfish yes and, and any, certainly super drag um, yes Ma'am, any uh, super drag you go with, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be just fine. Yeah, even the baby agrees. Yeah. 
So this next, this last thing is not as much of a question as much as it is a comment to something we said about Sebastian Bach. Uh, Sebastian Bach of Skid Row fame, she put that in. As if nobody knows. Like we didn't know who that was. She wasn't talking about the composer. Yeah, right. Yeah, the (laughs) Johann Sebastian Bach. Went on to play Gil in the fictional band Hep Alien on the show Gilmore Girls, which oh. I did not know because I'm I a thought guy he was in the real band watch. called Hep I, Hep B. I did. Yeah. I did know <laughs> Hep B in the seas. <laughs> I did know. Um, I did know that because you would actually be surprised don't, of don't. how many dudes, like how many of my friends that would come to me and be like, "Dude, Gilmore Girls is a really good." I show. knew you were going to say that. Gilmore Girls. Personally, I've never watched the show. It's all in the title. Oh. You're all right, kiddo. Dude, we're doing a show. We're, we're not going to show Gilmore Girls. We're Come just on. talking about it, and we're trashing it, so it's all right. This is a this is a good bit, and you're ruining it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good bit. <laughs> she does this thing when we disturb her in her sleep, where she'll just like scream in the middle of the night, just and then go right back, right to, back sleep. to sleep. I'm like, you are a terrible roommate. I can, I can hear her slurping on her hands at three in the morning, and I'm convinced that she's awake. And we look over, and she is dead asleep. We were at a party once, and uh, my drummer, Tom Bruno, is at his house, which was next door from the party. And he had to work or something the next morning and decides he's going to bed. So everybody's at the party, and Tom Bruno is total man about town. Everyone loves Tom Bruno. And after about the, you know, the, Five or six hundredth. Where's Tom Bruno? Somebody's like, he's next door. He's in bed. He's got to work up, wake up in the morning. So we decide what would be really great <clears throat> is if we go next door. We go in Tom's room very, very quietly. There's probably 10 to 15 of us. We all circle around the bed and we all look and do a one, two, three. And we all just start hysterically laughing like as loud as we can. To wake him up out of his sleep, so Tom just woke up in hell. And no, Did just he start laughing. No, just raises up, punching the air like I mean, he was dead asleep, and just he was you know awoken to all these people just gathered around his bed laughing. Sorry, just, <laughs> sorry, man. somebody told a joke. Yeah, just yeah, it was a good one. Earlier, Andy, you made a joke in our text thread and I purposely didn't read it I was actually we were actually rehearsing this morning and I looked at my phone and I had 33 new texts from you fools <laughs> and I told him he ruined the joke I, I, all I saw was you ruined that joke you should have saved it so tell me what it was See, I did now not Wes saved your joke so yeah. yeah thanks for saving us well it wasn't a, it wasn't <laughs> more a, of an that's observation all I do here. yeah it wasn't a joke as much as it was a weird conversation I had with my wife <laughs> So we wake up the other, I can't remember, it's a couple of days ago, and she's kind of upset, and I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I had a terrible dream about you. <laughs> and you're, you're in trouble, buddy. <laughs> well, it was actually about me. I hope you slept well last night. <laughs> yeah. It was about me and her mother. Uh, she, oh, wow. That's, we don't want to go here. Zing. She, she had a dream that uh, our baby was an ear of corn. And that me and her mother were putting butter and pepper on the baby oh and getting ready to eat it. Oh, my God. And she was like, don't eat the baby. That's the worst thing I've ever heard, but <laughs> it is a dream. I laughed and laughed. And you ain't la- supposed to laugh at that, I'll tell you right now, now. I mean, we laugh about it now, but. <laughs> that morning, now it was, was real. <laughs> now, hang on. Was it like she's dreaming? Mm-hmm. 
Was it an ear of corn that she like kind of somehow subconsciously knew that's our baby? The baby's face was or oh. the ear of corn. <laughs> Like the picture that I sent from, right. what was that from? Uh, hang on. I, the little son that goes, ee! Yeah, but that was from a cartoon or something. Yeah, my daughters play that. They laugh hysterically. Isn't that Teletubbies? That. Yeah, I think so. It is it's Teletubbies. like the baby's face in the sun. And when she told that story, that's immediately what I thought of. Just ear corn with the baby's face Except on it. it goes, peep, yeah. don't eat me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you can't eat our baby. And we're like, it's fine. Oh. She's delicious. We're going to... You know, lather up with butter and pepper. That baby turns into a chalupa. You got problems. <laughs> I was like, I wait, think- a Mexican pizza. You can't get those these days. <laughs> yeah. I was wow. Like, I think that dream means something. Uh, yeah, I mean, biblically, that would that would fall right in line with all the you know fat and calves. Thou shalt not eat your baby. <laughs> but why, co- there. why corn? <laughs> wait a minute, corn. I got it. What your Amazon guy? Is he an Indian? <laughs> No. No. A pilgrim. <laughs> He's an Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> they were the people who developed corn. <laughs> corn used to be like this, like real little. And and as soon as they made it to where it could, you know, get get big and buttery, I like guess. Like the little That's baby what... corns that are like in the uh yep. the veggie mix. Yeah. Actually mm-hmm. just had some of that. Yep. That that was all corn was and, and it's like a technological advancement that, that happened uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago or whatever. We still laugh about the stream, and the next time I eat corn, I'm gonna print out a picture of the baby's You'll face. Never eat it. corn again. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a picture he's, of her. He's serving it every <laughs> meal now. Really? You know he is. Here you go. She uh, she used to make this breakfast sandwich for me that had like a it was like an egg McMuffin, but it also had a hash brown on it. And she would make homemade versions of that. And one day she left me a note on the the little Ziploc bag that said Andy plus potatoes forever. I hope you two are happy. <laughs> and I, you said she's the one. I was like, you know, if I ever leave you for anybody, it's definitely going to be potatoes. And that's that's when we had this little bundle of joy here, tater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of the, the Ask Andy segment. Thank you for writing in and never do it again. Although uh, I, I permanently blocked her. No. <laughs> I, I he sent her all the super drag links. I, I want her to listen to this and send a reply because we need an update to. Well, I kind of like that song, True Believer. I kind of like that song, Ambulance Driver. And Nancy Griffith is not cool. Oh no. my God. Andy have Griffith. Tried? Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. Cool. Very cool. Name and Nancy Griffith song. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> That's the point. If you don't know one, then she's not worth knowing. You don't like John like, Denver? No. No. Why? no. God, no. Country Roads. No. No. I like uh, the Smash Mouth Rocky version. Mountain High. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything. Those are funny. Uh, but it's Smash Mouth. Yeah. I would much rather listen to Nancy Griffith than Smash Mouth. Yeah, Smash Mouth is definitely the worst. We forgot about them when we were naming worst bands. Because it's like the band you dare not mention. <laughs> they're still playing. Actually, yeah. they're not. Oh. And it gets real good. And Didn't you should go on to YouTube about this. Like the band, it's, it's probably was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half, two years. But Homeboy had become such a drunk. Like there's tons of footage on YouTube of their their last shows trying to perform, and he's so drunk he's falling over. He's he's accosting the audience like it's, it's real bad. <laughs> yeah, 
very enjoyable if you hate him. The years keep coming. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't stop coming. Might as well be out of Shrek money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's sad. I did learn about spins the other day. That was I sent you guys something on it. That was really interesting. Like back, uh, you probably didn't watch it. That's okay. Uh, like the background to um, the music business these days. Think of Beatles songs, right? They're fifty years old. Yeah. And uh, but they might spin a, a ton out there, right? Mm-hmm. So when a song has had its day, so to speak. In order to get one <clears throat> one purchase, one sale, an old song has to spin 200 times. Oh, wow. Whereas okay. a new song, like a Harry Styles song, only has to spin 100 times Speaking of attractive to be men. one purchase, right? So, like, in I'm the... i that, I guess. Yeah, you are. In the old <laughs> days... I thought we you especially would have a comment on that. Harry you were, Styles? You were texting. I was texting. Sorry. I was I was dad. I was texting sorry. Harry Styles. Harry, hi. <laughs> no, I was I was I was uh Harry's J B. I was I was literally doing dad stuff. But uh what what was it? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying you look like Harry Styles, yeah. that's all. Thanks. Yeah. You're talking about how he is often an attractive man. But he wears blouses. So? So that means he's not attractive. He's not as actually he lost out on the role of uh, Elvis to this dude. Really? Yes, he did. Like, Hello, I'm Elvis. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sing a song and I'm gonna shake my pelvis. So don't, don't get pregnant when I, sh- yeah. when I shake my pelvis. Yeah, he was up right? for it. He was up for it and missed out to this guy. <laughs> All right, go ahead. My daughter's pregnant after watching him on that television show, Ed. So What's fin- finish your spin story. Oh, so anyway, you got to spend 200 times to get one sale if you have an old song, right? If you have a new song, 100 spins equals one sale. Like sale meaning, you know, in the 80s, right? Or, or like one play, I guess. Why, though? I mean, a spin or even a stream, you would think would be the equivalent of that. It's how they tabulate, you know, what song is number one, right? You know, in, in the old days, it, a number one album or a number one song did translate from sales, because if you're willing to spend ten bucks on an album, exactly, you really yeah. like it. Or then you get into singles. Well, what about this though? So, Harry Styles puts out a tune. It just came out, so everyone's gonna you know stream it, spin it. Mm-hmm. If you want to spend, pour some sugar on me. Well, you've already bought that record probably twice, and you're just wanting to spin it again. Like they've already gotten your out. Al- they've already gotten your album sales. Yeah, and that thing I sent you, they called it the diminishing, or something. they had a name for it. Basically, that this means its time has come and gone. Their, their album sales have been counted already. Yeah, really, in so, a sense. Yeah, they've had their time. Speaking of Harry Styles, his most popular song on Spotify, and this is just the Spotify platform, Hound Dog, as it was, has right now has eight hundred and eighty-three million. 830,736 streams. So it's less than our podcast. <laughs> Few. <Just> Slightly. <laughs> it's close. There's, one, there's a song on here called Watermelon Sugar, which I'm sure is fantastic. <laughs> Has 1.8 million streams. Now, I don't know how much that equates to in money, but I'm sure it's a, a lot. How much does it equate to in watermelons? <laughs> Sugar. Who knows? Two million streams. Now I don't know what the most popular song is on here, but let's look at the Beatles. How do they measure up to Old Harry, who 
wasn't he in like a like a UK he boy was in band a boy or something? Band. One Direction. Mm-hmm. Is that right? One Direction, right down. The, <laughs> the most popular Beatles song is "Here Comes the Sun," and it has eight hundred forty-two million. So wow. Harry Styles has a song out that has a million more streams than a Beatles song. I realized this week that my love for music has diminished so much like i just care so much less what puts you over that what's your definition of that first of all it used to be my entire life the only thing i thought about all the Mm -hmm. time and the only thing i like what really got what really reason it came to my attention is the fact that i just realized how little i listen to music even in my car now it's just mostly pods so it's not your identity anymore sure um a lot of that you know came with dad and uh a lot of it just, and a lot of it just came with. I mean, you can only go really so many years without hearing something new that's interesting. And I mean, I just don't care. Like my favorite, like the last band that was new and I gave a crap about was maybe like very, very, very early two thousands. I can relate to what you're saying, uh, and I've given up trying. Which is, it's rare for me to find a band or a song that I that really is like, oh, that's. That's something I want to listen to constantly. Or mm. I just I, I, I just listen to the same old crap over and over and over and so over again. So you got to break through that. And you have to listen to new music to find that. Yep. And I don't have the time or the patience for it. What's funny is I used to be exactly like that. And now I'm, I'm over that hump. And I like a lot of new music. And I try things. I let Pandora and YouTube I say, okay, you like that. Here's this. Now, YouTube, <clears throat> interestingly enough, is how I have found new music like mm-hmm. Spotify does a pretty crappy job of suggesting new music but YouTube's fantastic at it yep. and I have discovered a lot of bands that way but and Pandora for me I, a I, lot of artists that don't sell a lot too like I think that's interesting that I find obscure music that you know they don't have like massive appeal and it, it, it knows I don't know how it knows but AI I want new music to make me feel like old music does and that's the struggle for me that's not going to happen because of your age well yeah and that's the thing i was just going to bring up like even like the stuff i i love it okay. doesn't <clears throat> i'm going to blow your mind here so i went in taco bell one time and you know i'll rip on apple iphone products because I, I really hated when they took away the little thing you could plug a headset into right oh yeah the, the, you have to buy bluetooth now and then half the time i'd grab my bluetooth things and they'd as soon as I really needed them, battery low. Yeah. And I was in a Taco Bell once, and my stupid headphones were dead. And uh, I'm sitting there, and the song comes on. Actually, I think the song came on, and I grabbed my headphones and put them in my ear and hit, turned them on, and it said, battery low. And it played like 30 seconds and died. So to sit there and eat my taco and listen to this, and <laughs> I really like the album now. <laughs> I bought the album. Or, well, Just because of the 30 seconds you heard of it. Well, no. I mean, I had to listen to the rest of the song because my Bluetooth earphones died. I went and got the record because I liked that song. We looked up the song, mm-hmm. listened to the song, and then I thought, I'm going to hear more. And it played more. Ended up downloading the record, and it's part of like my, you know, my, my list of albums today. that I can. There's like maybe two skippers on an album, which Who makes it, it a good album. And the band's name, they're called the Ting Tings. Oh, yeah, you played them for me. Okay. Yeah. They have a couple good songs. They're, they 
kind of go back and forth from punk to pop to dance to uh, very eclectic. Um, a story I heard on them, which I hope is true, they had a really big first first album with that tune that was played at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they went to make their second album, recorded it, brought it back to the label, and the label just wouldn't shut up about it. It's so great, we love it. So they deleted it. That's the story. Ah, oh, the band. The, the band said. <clears throat> They went back and deleted it. If they like it, we're in trouble. Was that the last band that you can say kind of... Oh, no. Such no, on fire? No, that was probably 12 years ago oh. that I heard that song. I'm, I'm thinking 08, 07, 08, 09, something like that. So it was a long time ago. Um, I love White Reaper. That's just been in the last, I don't know, probably... I actually picked up White Reaper when they were just had an EP out. And they're from Louisville. Mm-hmm. But I saw it on YouTube. And I liked whatever the single was at that time. And What's that band that I introduced you to that you started listening to? We both like them. Far Caspian? Yes. I love Far Caspian. That's probably the last band that I've loved. There's this new band that I found from Cincinnati. They're called Sungaze. Sungazer? I sent you a song. You didn't say anything back, so I figured you didn't care for them. No, no, I think I liked it. I would have said I don't like it. So I, it's one of those. So no fit, news is good news? Yeah, it, it kind of fit in. I with, figured you'd like him. Josh, you got a good one there about, what was it, asking us? Now that the now that the stuff has aired and we've been listening to them and that kind of stuff, yeah. The show, so the show's out there and come back and I, all of us. I think we discussed it. We've kind of went back and listened to the shows. I was just wondering now, you listening back to five episodes or so, what it's uh, what you think about the show yourself or what you've noticed and what really bothers you or what just makes you uh, feel like an idiot or. I have rarely anything good to say. That is what I noticed about myself. Going into this, I thought, I'll be able to say all this. It's a turd. <laughs> Falls flat. I thought turd you on the wall. I, I thought you were like, I have nothing good to say about the show. No, I'm saying listening, <laughs> listening back, I'm you know, kind of lucky to be here. Although I will say Captain Inkpin, which is going to air tonight, by the way, um, <laughs> the episode is getting ready to come out. I'm just telling you, that's the best one. Actually, Keep listening. <laughs> it's really funny. And the, the only thing I did for that episode was brought up um, wh- what can you not do that everybody else could do. And you said math, which made us think of you doing math and going to school. So it's like yeah, the only thing I'm good that. at is like segueing. <laughs> it's like, I think people want to know you and you're not letting them in, dude. I think that's what it is. You, what you, speak, you speak very little of yourself. I think we're gonna have to. Uh, I think we're gonna have to come at you. Like we should be like, hey, like, why don't you I told you about guys this? about Ting Tings. Good Lord, and Taco Bell. That's that's who I am. I want to know about you. I'm at Taco Bell, liking music I hear, and hoping <laughs> nobody sees me. Enjoy it. Little bits come out as you go on. That's how you get to know us. It's just little bits yeah. at a time. Yeah, there's no truck. There's no dump truck load. You don't think we're gonna have a breakthrough? Like eventually, like guys, I really just. (laughs) I realize I hate the sound of my own voice. I I hate that too. I always have. I hate hate the sound of your voice. I hate the sound of your voice. (laughs) I think I think a lot of people do. (laughs) My biggest complete douchebag thing when I listen back is, I can't believe you guys haven't made fun of me about it. Because if it was me. And you, <laughs> I can't. That I can't. I was thinking we need to have like a swear jar here and no. call it the jar. No, this is way. <laughs> this is way more annoying. As I'm constantly, I'm constantly uh, telling stories, and I, I, I'm always referring to when Atlanta, 
We're back in Atlanta, and I can't believe you guys have been like, Atlanta Josh. I did say that in one episode. Yeah, he did say that in one episode. (laughs) It was Captain Inkpin. No, here's the reason, too. I saw World a hundred times. If I can just... They stayed at my house. (laughs) No. Life was very, very different there. So I'm constantly trying to be like... We get it. Atlanta was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) See, exactly. Huntington sucks. uh, I assure you, I was not happy for... Most of, if not the majority of the time, really? I was in it. You lived out there like 15, 16 mm-hmm. years, right? Yeah. There was a purpose for it. That wasn't like, uh, I love it here. It was, you know, it was I thought what you had it. Because I'm sure you your worst day in Atlanta was not <laughs> anything like being in Huntington. You ever been in Atlanta in the summertime? <laughs> it's I mean, pretty It's hot. It's not a good time. I came and saw you in Atlanta in the summertime. You did. Yep. You did. Yep. We had pizza and we had pizza and played Gretches. <laughs> we watched something. I don't remember what it was, but it was. It may have been that Tom Petty thing. I can't remember. Might have been that, that running down a dream. That's a great documentary. Yeah, I love it. You, That's one I've watched. Like, this is great re- rewatch value. You know, a funny thing that I've noticed that I do is when I'm re-listening to the podcast, and I don't, you know, obviously I don't have every single word we say memorized. Mm. As I'm listening to one of you tell a story, as I'm listening in my head, I'm thinking like just a response automatically pops in my head. <laughs> And that'll be the thing that I say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I've done that too. Like I'm very predictable. I, I don't know how it translates to other people, but I'll listen to things and I think this is just the funniest thing. I was cracking up listening to Captain Inkpin this morning. I probably listened to it five times at least. Oh, I don't listen to I would Not, I edit it so I listen to it and and I'll listen to it like one time before we launch it and just make sure there's nothing that's glaring and and I'll, I'll also I want to write like what happens on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling you, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot like an argument too. Like I, I kind of hate listening back because I'll hear these little things and I'll be like, I'll hear it and I'll be like, that would have been a great little yeah, jab or a joke right there. And it's yeah. just like, like an there's argument. so many clapbacks yeah. that, never, uh, that I hear. That, there, there you go. He's learning. <laughs> never. Think I, I really clap back in the car when I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I clap back all the time. You guys just don't hear it. <laughs> you guys would really know me if. <laughs> If you're in the car with me in the podcast. This sound is me patting my baby, trying to get her to burp. In case you're wondering what that sound And the is. tempo to the song is... Jimmy Eat World. First track. Oh, um, Bleed American? Yeah, Bleed American. How was your guys' 4th of July? <sighs> Pretty good, I guess. That doesn't sound good. I bought firecrackers you guys i was asking you where firecrackers were and one of the biggest ones i bought was a dud like <laughs> lit it and it just didn't do anything. How much was it? oh i mean i don't, it was probably seven dollars but oh, still i didn't I buy that much like one of the 35 dollar like no. this one's called the big behemoth <laughs> i didn't set off a firecracker nothing you well guess what you, you, didn't, you didn't have to <laughs> no because everybody else did in from, my neighborhood where i live they start on thursday mm. And they were they were setting them off Tuesday night, and I don't know who the fireworks czar of Guyandot is, but there is somebody that has this huge fireworks show somewhere in Guyandot. I'm not sure where, but every year on the Fourth of July, like I don't have to go anywhere; I can just stand on my porch and see a pretty decent show, which yeah. you wouldn't think would happen in Guyandot, but it does. <laughs> I've seen so, some decent shows on my porch. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um. Well, here's dude. Here's the thing. We same with the whole. They start on Monday or Tuesday. 
Dude, it's still going on. Oh, well, you live in Kentucky. It's still going on. <laughs> and not only is it going on, okay. it's going on until midnight and sometimes even 1 a.m. Like, you're just you're lying there and hear the... It's still going on. This is totally fine. Like, no one cares about this. Now, mind you, what is today? The 10th. Yeah. It's been my, a full week. My son's birthday is the 13th. Every year, his birthday is on the 13th. Wow. <laughs> every that's, year. That's, that's, so, so, that's handy. So listen, every year on his birthday, his grandfather will come over and bring over fireworks mm-hmm. that he has left over that he bought for fourth. And at his birthday at like 9, like 9 p.m., like just as it gets dark, they'll let off fireworks. The second, the first one goes on, the second, every year, cops are there. Y'all can't do this. <laughs> Y'all now look, we were fine, you know, from the first up until the 11th or 12th <laughs> at midnight, 1 a.m. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> But you all trying to celebrate this little boy's birthday. We're we're going to shut you down. But on the tenth, no problem. Sunday night, swear. Eleven thirty at night. I I heard I heard I heard him night before last. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, immediately, dude. Like somebody's like, this fireworks called cop cars are coming. (laughs) It's it's the thirteenth, officer. They're back at it again. You're gonna have to get over there. You know they ain't supposed to do it after the twelfth. Now we're out of all of our fireworks. That just ain't fair. <laughs> there you go. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yep. Now, it only takes I, one person in the neighborhood <clears throat> to have the means to have a big shed full of fireworks to keep it going a week. I'm gonna I'm usually and you guys know this about me, I'm usually a pretty mild man. I'm always sorry. Sorry about that. I'm I'm gonna have it out this year. On the I've thir- already decided. You mean you're going to get hauled away in a cop car? Yeah. No, 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 on the no. I'm not going to take it that far. Kick but this, I, but this will be. <laughs> yeah, Officer, gonna, take me. <laughs> man, you just call the cops, please, and tell them I'm ready. Um, no, but I've, I've already decided that this year I'm going to be like, you know what? No. <laughs> and here's why. And, and I'm sure I will. I'm not going to you know, go to jail or anything. But, but this will be the first year that I will dispute it. Like I'll so, be like, you know, this, is, this was okay two days ago. And you guys... You know, you don't, don't care. And this is nine o'clock opposed to one o'clock in the morning. When I when I'm up at five, you know how this is going to end. <laughs> yeah, me back here <laughs> bitching about it <laughs> with a black eye. <laughs> that boy over there's got spiky hair. You going to have to use the taser on this and Billy. <laughs> Do you think ever? Hey, Ink Pen, come over here. We found him, <laughs> Lieutenant Ink Pen. <laughs> there's one. I don't need your assistance, please. Do you think ever in the history He's of... He's trying to talk back and do math. <laughs> do you think ever in the history of cops and people that they've ever been like, you know what, that was a really logical argument. <laughs> I'm not going to put you in yeah. the cops now. There are, there, are right, literally, there are literally television shows dedicated to the fact that this does bad. <laughs> to the fact that it doesn't work. But yeah, go ahead and try it. We need fodder for the show. <laughs> you... Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, drop us a line at askandy at colormedad. That's D-A-D-D dot We want to thank the good old boys at theozarkmountaindaredevils.com for the killer bumper team. Check them out. And check us out on the web at colormedad. That's D-A-D-D dot com.